All information discussed during this episode is for educational and informational purposes only and should not be viewed as investment advice or as a solicitation or offer to buy or sell any securities. Foster and Friends is not a registered investment advisor and is separate from Brent Foster Services offered under Northbound Wealth Management, LLC. Well, then I can adjust your, no, you're, no, I can good. adjust your gain is if you get up on the mic, I'll be backing you off. Turn my mic on. <laughs> no one puts me in. The <laughs> Turn my mic on, man. This is nuts. This is crazy. Well, this is the Foster and Friends show episode one of season two. Um, not that anybody's watching or anything, you know, the five people are watching. I'm, I'm just kidding. There are more than that. And it's a lot of fun. So, um, I've got a really special guest here. Um, his name is Christopher Kaminsky. Here he is, former next door neighbor, family friend, and the bourbon elf. So you Man guys, of many titles, many titles. And, um, and so he is like everyone's best friend <laughs> that I know. <laughs> it goes in spurts. It goes yeah. in spurts. <laughs> everyone's best friend. Well, welcome to 2022, my friend. Thank you. Good to see you. Yeah. Uh, this is the third month of 2022. And so I always like to start out by asking some like basic questions. One of those questions is like just of world events and what the heck's going on. So, you know, um, you showed up on Polish time today. Right. Actually, he was he was an hour early. Apparently, that's what they do in Polish. Polish time. It's either an hour early or four hours late. So. <laughs> I love it. I love that. And so, yeah, I'm glad that you were an hour early. Um, and then I was a bit late. So I was on American time, whatever that is, or check time, I guess, maybe, you know, whatever. Um, so I've got a question since you're Polish and stuff, or technically <laughs> like got a bit of that in your blood. Um, do you have any views on Russia, Ukraine, anything like that? I mean, it's obviously it's uh, taken the world by by storm recently, but, mm -hmm. uh, it's just one of those that it's, it's all about power and, and whatnot, but, uh, it's, it's one that I, I think that, uh, hopefully it'll work itself out. Um, and, uh, just the kind of put it behind them as yeah. far as that. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's I unfortunate. Sure. Uh, I just, uh, probably could have been handled better, but the, that's why I'm not in politics. That's right. And it's the state of the world, man. It's, yep. it's pretty crazy. So my question relates to um, any comments on the ban of Russian vodka? <laughs> I mean, it's vodka. Uh, we, we are here, actually. Yeah. Right? I mean, so uh, about a week ago, a lot of stores were saying that they're not going to carry Russian vodka. Well, to most everyone that I mean, Russian vodka, that's what they're known for. Right. It's, I mean, you go throughout the world and everything else. So, um, I mean, really the only one that is of importance that they would ban is Russian standard. So okay. it's, a, it's a, it's a small, big brand. Yeah. Uh, here it's not as, as big as it is over there. Right. I mean, it's, it's like, uh, it's like Corona here compared to Mexico. Oh really? Okay. So, wow. but, uh, a lot of those, we, I mean, a lot of, I mean, brands uh, like Smirnoff and Stoli yeah. aren't made in Russia. No kidding. They haven't See, haven't been for twenty years. Jeez. Plus, but they have the uh, they have the the ties or the heritage. No kidding. So yeah, I mean, so so it's like, how much is that Russian band really doing on vodka? Like, is that a big deal to them? Uh, I mean, it, it, it's it'll 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 hit it's a but it's nick. it's one of those it's like, like yeah it's one of those not. it's it's kind of the the plus one mentality it's with everything going on um it's trying to prove a point that subtly i mean there's thirty-seven thousand types of that's an exaggeration but yeah so many different types of vodka out there that, right uh i mean if you drink vodka you drink you you're kind of true and 
to what, what you're drinking. Exactly. Exactly. So before we go any further, I would like you to share what is like, what's your job title? What do you do? Because uh, you're speaking to this with some authority about understanding. I'm asking you specific questions about, um, you know, vodka, wine, bourbon and stuff. And you are the bourbon elf. So share with the, share with everybody, what is your job title? What do you do? Yeah. So I am a field marketing manager for Republic National Distributing Company Yep. Um, with the Estates Group. So the Estates okay. Group was created uh, about eight months ago. Um, and it's uh, to handle our kind of our higher end wines. Yeah. Wine portfolio. Right. Okay. So what, so you're a field marketing manager for Republic. Uh, how, like a big topic right now is inflation. So inflation is really, really high. Uh, most of that is contributed to fuel inflation and things like that. Uh, supply chain bottlenecks and other things. But how is inflation impacting, um, you know, wine and spirits? Is it, is it all, do you see inflation in, in wine and spirits? Oh, absolutely. You do? Okay. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it, it's, uh, and we've, we've kind of seen it, uh, I mean, past six months uh, with container issues, supply, uh, also transportation from California to here. Normally that would be two, three weeks. Okay. Now we're seeing five to six. If not, it's being uh, held up, uh, whether it be Chicago or other places, just to get drivers to bring it here. Wow. Uh, so, and we've seen uh, prices across the board, both wine and spirits, uh, both both jump. Uh, and I mean, with all due respect, it, it's it's one of those things. Food cost is going up, wine mm -hmm. beverage cost is going up. So it's right. one of those where everything is everything is moving Everything's and being affected. Yeah. Do you think it'll be here for a long time, or do you think it's going to trail off? Um, I think uh, I think it's going to be here longer than we think. Okay. Uh, I think, but uh, this is kind of the new standard. But I think it's one of those where it's it's an adjustment uh, okay. that we're gonna. It's kind of a baseline. Will we see kind of those peaks and valleys? Sure. Yeah, like yeah. anything. But I also yeah. think that uh, I don't think it's gonna be a long. It's like a two two year thing, maybe. Yeah, I mean, one I, two year. I, I think yeah. one two year. That's a good then, good estimate. Okay. Um, I mean, it could be. I think a year on year, it's gonna be uh, kind of that. Last year you took a price increase. Are you going to do it again? I mean, some some wineries take a price increase every vintage. Well, right. It's so a, it's, two, it's just so it's two bucks a bottle. It's just a natural two, two, inflation. Yeah, national built inflation. In, so yeah, built yeah. in, and yeah. uh, and then you get the the individuals that have been drinking whatever they are, and I remember when this was twenty bucks, and now it's forty. Right. So it's it's been that subtle. Yeah. And the $10 is now 20 yeah. or the $10 is 15. So human behavior is, man, you know, if you're going to, what are people going to do? Are they going to stop buying spirits to buy fuel or are they going <laughs> to, that's a joke really. So no, no, it, it might actually, have, <laughs> gosh, do I get put gas in the tank or do I buy, you know, a bottle of bourbon or wine or something, you know, some people will probably make adjustments in, in their budgets and things like that too. Oh, absolutely. to adjust for inflation too, and just the lack of yeah, absolutely. Cost of and I and I think other things that, um, I mean, are, were they, I mean, kind of entertainment two days a week? Is, is are they cutting that back to one? Right. Uh, are they uh, doing other things, whether whether it be at home or just more things like like that? I mean, right. Uh, the good thing I think people are always going to drink. Uh, right. People drink when they're happy. People drink when they're when they're sad. I mean, right. And it's just, are you drinking that $40 bottle? Uh, some still are. And, and Hey, that's great. Hey, power to you. Uh, some are drinking two bottles at 20 bucks. Right. So the dollar amount could still be very similar, but the volumes are the volumes. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. In war times and, or in depressions in financial recessions, cupcakes sell really well because people stop buying actual cakes. And then uh, wine and spirits and tobacco use goes up typically, yep. and and or moderate stays there, stays up. Um, but yeah, this is an interesting environment we live in where we see inflation across the board. Everything is going up. But um, like JP Morgan has an as an article and and many uh, papers written about how that inflation isn't going to stay around for a long, long time. But it will be around for uh, maybe multi years here, or the next couple of years, as we get supply chain bottlenecks figured out and 
um, things like that um, coming out of the pandemic and, and getting people back to work and doing that type of stuff. So it should trail off. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a debate that's going on, ongoing on the street and everywhere else. So, um, yeah, question on, um, can, can you like buy wine and spirits using cryptocurrency? Um, Do you know, is it, is it, I don't know for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I presume you can, there was, you can do it. With, yeah. Uh, you can do it. But, uh, there was like a podcast out there I listened to recently i said there there's like people putting together non-fungible like tokens like packaging up like mm-hmm. vent some certain vintages or bottle like cases and cases of wine or bourbon and stuff and then selling them and you get so it's like a subscription or yeah, something i don't I even mean, fully understand what i'm talking about but i, I think that I just something with auctions i I, it, I saw the same thing but yeah. uh it's one of those that i mean we're Talk about something that's evolving, right? Uh, exactly. I think, I think it, exactly. Um, It'll be more and more a part of our lives, won't it? I, I agree. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Cool. So um, let's see. What's interesting is we go to Dale Hollow every year. You and I, as a family, <laughs> Dale Hollow. Got to talk about Dale Hollow. So um, we're still doing that this year, aren't we? We are. Yeah, we are. I cannot wait. It is in the books. Yeah, it is. It is in the books. It is on the books. We are super stoked. We get this big houseboat and then our families get together, not only just our families, but other families. And we just have a heck of a time skiing and boating and tubing and all that type of stuff. Uh, What is your favorite part of Dale Hollow? I mean, there's a lot of favorite parts. Uh, Sure. Some, some, which, uh, some, which we can talk about, talk about (laughs) others, which we uh, keep, uh, keep out on the lake. That's but, right. What, stay, what happens in Dale Hollow still stays in Dale Hollow. Uh, my favorite part, I mean, just it's uh, just kind of the, I mean, waking up on the water. That, oh. It's just waking up on the water yeah. and then at night, the just looking at, at, I mean, just the stars and everything else. Yeah. It's just being out there, enjoying it and just, hey, what what do you want to do today? It's right. kind of, let's go skiing. Let's go boating. Let's. Mm. let's just go swimming mm-hmm. let's let's uh let's have a cannonball contest and oh my gosh and we have good ones we have good ones yeah tay tay's getting better she's she's getting she, better she's, at it yeah. she yeah. has so much to to grab it's, just, it's <laughs> so, <laughs> i mean the, the the baby giraffe is as i call her but, uh, <laughs> she, is. <laughs> she, she is she's getting good yeah yeah we and the floating plat the floating whatever the thing is platform where the girls do wrestling and stuff <laughs> is like WWE is so funny. They're vicious. They are. And man, do they get hurt, but it's a lot of fun and they just keep wanting to do it. Yeah. And then so. they gang up on everyone else. So you have to be careful. It's, it's one-on-one initially. And then it's uh then it's three V one. If you try to help out. Totally. Oof. Totally. Yeah. I just, that is such an enjoyable trip. There is something we do on it called the full bongo. Flammy. Flammy man. Full bongo. And so I'll probably post a slide or an image of, of me doing a full bongo and uh it, it has to do with uh drinking of course but you know hey hey it, it, we have so much fun my favorite my favorite moments there are, are two in the morning when the when the lake is super calm and quiet and just go for a swim and, and stuff like that in the in the evenings too i agree with you on that and then watching the kids and the families grow up and just do more and yeah. ski and tube oh tubing by the way is insane <laughs> It is insane. There are people tubing that that it's it's awesome how much air they get, especially when someone's driving that knows how to hit a double up just right. Just right. And I mean, it's amazing we haven't had medevac out, honestly. <laughs> so we'll try to be careful. We'll, but if it, for those of you who don't know, Dale Hollow is located uh, in Tennessee and Kentucky. And it's a huge lake and um, we just, we drive like what, five and a half, five and a half, six hours, six hours down towing a boat. And it's just an awesome time. So there's a plug for Dale hollow. And, and um, anyway, I'm just glad that we get to share that experience as families and stuff over the years. So uh, I can't wait uh, for this, this summer, it's going to be a ball. Been a a a tradition and kind of hopefully we can continue that and, yeah, it's great. Totally, totally. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up? Uh, where'd you go to school? What sports you play, if any? And then, you know, what'd you study in college and stuff? Because what's interesting is how do you get into the wine and spirits industry? Like, how do you even 
go from college into that. Um, I feel like it would be a natural thing for, for me to have done because I was fully engaged in the experiences of wine, wine and spirits and stuff. Absolutely. But, but in all seriousness, uh, on a business note, like career path, how do you choose that path for people wanting to maybe learn? How is it that you even get engaged in it? Yeah, well, I'll start uh, with the first uh, slew of questions that you had. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a five-point question. That's there we all. go. Yeah, it's A, B, C. Yeah. Okay. So uh, answer all of that at all, once. I feel like this is on Bloomberg or something where they ask a ten-point question. We could do a <laughs> run-on sentence. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, whatever. Uh, so I grew up in Northwest Indiana, LaPorte. Uh -huh. uh, my parents still live there. Uh, went to LaPorte High School, played uh, soccer, football, basketball, golf in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kept busy and uh, went to Wabash College in Crawfordsville. Nice. So one of uh, two all male institutes left in the nation. Sweet. I mean, I, mean, I'm, I paused because I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's true. So wow. uh, uh, what's it like going to school with all dudes? Just like it is with, I mean, it's, it's, it's just it's, typical. It's, it's a big, uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a big, uh, I mean, all the fraternities, it's a big friend zone. That's awesome. You know everyone. Uh, and, yeah. I mean, small school, yeah. 800 students. So Sweet. you get to know a lot of people. Uh, yeah. Class size, my biggest class size was maybe maybe 40. And that was uh, wow. That's cool. bio uh, first year, which was a shell shock. But, hey, right. we, got, we, got, we, got, we got through. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I studied uh, – uh, I played soccer there. Yeah. Uh, studied uh, psychology. So a psychology major and econ minor. Got it. Uh, okay. When my senior year, they kind of established a business area of concentration as a minor. Yeah. Uh, I wish that would have uh, been more a part of it, but right. I, I felt with econ, I got got the totally got left, got the left side, right side. So it's all all good. That's great. So, so then, how did so coming out of college? Then what did you do? Like, how did you so roll into that? Yeah. So I started. Uh, I internshiped. Interned uh, in between my junior and senior year, Monarch Beverage, which is in Indianapolis. Okay. Um, and it was, uh, I mean, setting up events and things like that, uh, as well as just making sure things were things were smooth. Uh, the events uh, had plenty of items there, and whether it be St. Patty's Day parties or uh, concerts, yeah. things like that. So after that internship. Uh, senior year, and I applied uh, probably uh, right around uh, right around this time. And yeah, then school ended in May and went straight to work. Awesome. So what like got you into the wine and spirit space? Like, what was it like deep down? You're like, dude, this is what I want to do. I mean, like, like you, I, uh, I had a little little experience built up. Uh -huh. uh, so <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so I was our social chair in college yeah so getting that and kind of seeing the the business side of that okay um didn't know where it would take me Just right i wanted to see i mean it was uh more beer more uh, beer more beer okay. wine was uh kind of kind of came along yeah uh, so then uh enjoyed my time there and then came over to national wine spirits what, what it was called yeah uh, as a our chain side so mm -hmm. i was uh packing out grocery stores Yep. Uh, on on the wine side, right. uh, we had a little bit of look uh, liquor. Yeah. Uh, as far as responsibilities, Sam's Club, uh, Marsh, Meyer, Kroger. So yeah, and uh, became a district manager on that. Direct responsibility for five people. Yep. Uh, and a merchandiser. Yep. Uh, so did that for a couple of years, and then came over to key account manager. So right. I was responsible for brands and not so much, uh, people. So how did that experience help you that, that early on experience help you in the position that you're in now? Uh, so all kind of brings it together. Uh, yeah. so the, the, on the, at Monarch, I was, uh, doing, uh, on-premise sales. Yep. So bars, restaurants, nightclubs on the beer side, my territory, uh, let's see Franklin, Shelbyville, Martinsville area. So just getting to getting to see what people were looking for. Yeah. Uh, I mean, on the beer side, that was that was right when craft beer was kind of starting. Yeah, the so, microbrews and all yeah. that. So the Starbucks analogy came yeah. came uh, okay. came from that. It's 
people didn't necessarily believe that others consumers were, were buying that higher priced item right uh, i'm like they're buying six dollar coffee sure i mean so there, why wouldn't more, they yeah yeah so there's it, more than just a your domestics and and people enjoy domestics but kind of the trade up and you, you start to see i mean now i mean three four oh my gosh yeah you, uh, zombie three, dust three. is my favorite man. oh yeah oh my gosh but you pay up for that yeah it's not it's not bud light correct it you know and, and, and or hams it, or milk you know you know, but boy, that, that, that could be a headache waiting to happen, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, it's uh, but so that those experiences got me to understand more what the customer was looking for sure. and not only the customer, but the owners. Um, so I started, uh, with, uh, constellation key account manager, right. Constellation, big company. Yeah. Huge. Huge. I mean, they're, yeah, they, uh, wine, spirits, beer, yep. I mean, across the board. Correct. Um, in that realm. So got to understand more, not only from that, but also handle their day-to-day -day business, uh, yeah. set up programs, set up uh, incentives type thing, uh, became a area manager. So yep. my territory, there were five uh, individuals like myself throughout the state. So I managed them. Yep. Uh, time goes through and then uh, I lost my team uh, when, when Constellation sold off a third of their kind of lower end portfolio, right? which, uh, I mean, it, it's kind of what the wave of the future, higher end, higher end items, but right. they also, uh, purchased at that time, uh, Bell Mead, mm -hmm. uh, whiskey. And, um, it was right after, uh, high West. Yep. So, okay. so then kind of establishing that whiskey portfolio and knowledge, uh, I was, I was running the state for Constellation Brands. Right. And uh, so now in the, in my current role, I am, I cover 91 suppliers, give or take. Yep. Uh, and uh, typically wines that are $12 and up. 12 and up. 12 and up. Yep. So just wine. But okay. I mean, I'm a, I'm a student of the, uh, I I the was, bourbon world. Yes, you are. But before you go there, I was going to say when you were with Constellation, didn't you travel to like Italy and stuff yeah. to, and so tell me a little bit about that before you go. I was, I was yeah, I was fortunate enough, uh, two trips uh, out of the country. First one was Italy and that was four or five years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was awesome. What'd it, you learn? <laughs> What didn't I learn? I mean, <laughs> uh, you were, I just, uh, uh, something I think I, I'm recalling you told me is like something like you straight up, what you're having, you having a like espresso multiple times a day. Yes. And so you're like amped, but then you have wine and it kind of like yeah, brings I mean, you down again. And well, it's, it's the so, best of both worlds. Yeah. So. And then, but you're not smoking cigarettes like they do there. I think they think they smoke a lot of cigarettes. That's what I heard. I don't know. Uh, I'll I mean, have to ask my cousin who's in Positano and stuff. Okay. Like the real so, stuff. I mean, but, I, I didn't see a lot of that, but okay. um, I mean, I have not been a typical coffee junkie. Yeah. Uh, so having an espresso at 6 a.m. and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> zinged out man. yeah and then I mean, another one at, at like two in the afternoon oh something. i mean our and then another <laughs> yeah our tour guide was uh, uh, uh bepe was his name bepe. i mean it was yeah. before you got on the bus espresso and then right right after lunch espresso so yeah. it was right around that one o'clock and man um and then uh coming back like it was like right before right before uh apps and dinner hey, yeah. does anyone need an espresso i'm like Man, I can stare at a wall on my own. But, right. But it's, uh, no, but uh, I mean, the, the the culture was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and just getting, we we went to a lot of properties and just seeing, tasting different wines, yeah. just there to hear. Is, there's, is there a different? different. Is, is it different? different. Is different. it better there than here, in your opinion? I mean, depending your, on, yes, yes and no. Okay. I'd say uh, those some of those wines were better over there, but you're also getting it firsthand. Okay. Uh, it's not coming across, uh, taking, gotcha. taking three months, yeah. uh, whatever it may be. Uh, and the, I mean, it's still good here, but you're getting, I mean, it's, well, I'm sure you're pro probably also getting some wines that are there that aren't here. Correct. Right. So yeah. that might be and a lot. And a lot of the, uh, the estates they have, I mean, they have table wine. That yeah. it, Do you have a favorite one over there that you like, like a table wine and then a higher end wine oof. that you tasted? Was there one that stood out that you just were like, Oh yeah, that one's a good one. Uh, so, 
one that stood out for me, and I think it's just because uh, it was uh, Grapponi Mazzi mm-hmm. by Rafino when I when I was over there, and I tried five vintages. So wow. yeah, so okay. I went I went back uh, <laughs> and and back to back to like where when they started wh- what we received here. Yeah, but then also kind of a fast forward here the next vintages coming out gotcha. so, type thing. So yeah, that that was that was a. I don't know if that'd be classified as table wine, but uh, right. it's a, yeah, so Sangiovese blend. Mm, nice. But, That's yeah, awesome. That, that was awesome. And just kind of my appreciation for Italian wines kind of heightened, right. heightened from there. I love it. So so I I disrupted your flow. Go into bourbon now. So you were about <laughs> to say bourbon and you were, so go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, so uh, when Constellation purchased uh, High West, Mm-hmm. And then into Belmede. High West is really good, by the way. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Uh, and Belmede is good too. You, that's one that we've uh, yes. experienced uh, a long, long time, a uh, long time night with. Uh, uh-huh. So, but uh, <laughs> no, and, and so Three, it was yeah. just. <laughs> so my my appreciation. I mean, I, I've enjoyed drinking whiskey and bourbon for many years. Yeah. Um, Same. Got got into it kind of before the craze. Yeah, and just yeah, you did. Um, just kind of seeing what's out there, wanting to learn, willing to learn more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that kind of that as a backbone structure, uh, just wanting to try new things. So right. that 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 getting me into kind of that spirit side. Uh, uh, we have a neighbor that says that uh, <laughs> I need to I need to need to do this more often uh, with bourbon. But I mean, mm-hmm. I I really enjoy what I'm doing now. Totally. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we've experienced a couple tastings, uh, different things that can that that are out there, uh, as well as things that you may not see. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and that's that. And it's just the kind of the appreciation. Well, I want to thank you because of you. I've tried a ton more than I ever would have <laughs> on my own, and I've learned an awful lot. And you know, uh, try having a tasting of Old Forester and the different you know variations of that, for lack of a better term, um, just very it turned me on to them and then just, just a plethora of other ones. So um, what's your favorite bourbon currently? Cause I'm sure that changes and you can say it depends because um, you have I mean, so many options. I mean, there's hundreds. That, there's a that, couple. Yeah. There's but there's, couple. are there a couple, what are your, uh, are, so, I mean, I, my favorite kind of been E.H. Uh, e. Taylor. E.H. I mean, that's been, okay. that's been one of my staples. Yeah. Uh, it's been more difficult to, Obtained recently mm-hmm. uh, with the with the craze, yeah. Uh, made at Sazerac, so okay. It's a uh, they make uh, good bourbons top to bottom. I mean, it's also Buffalo Trace, and I mean even Blanton's and Blanton's and things like that. Yep. So, um, I mean, I'd say every day, every day, uh, every day stuff would be Buffalo Trace, Buff uh, Trace, yeah. And uh, I mean, if I'm uh, just sipping, enjoying, uh, probably E H. Yeah. Yeah, mine's Makers. I just Makers Mark. Got to go to that. You know, yeah, that's my go-to. But, um, but this this isn't. Uh, this is just a question I'm thinking of. Is like I've I've actually never been on the Bourbon Trail, and here I live in Indiana, and I need to do that. But like, would you recommend you know people do the Bourbon Trail? Like, just pay for a tour, go and do it. I is, it's educational. And, oh, absolutely. And, and it's worth doing. It, yeah. And I've, uh, I have not been done the whole trail. Okay. Uh, I've done a uh, bits and pieces. Yeah. Uh, so I've been to makers, been to beam. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I've, I've heard, especially with, uh, recently that they've revamped kind of, uh, a lot of the distilleries down there tasting yep. rooms. So, uh, put put some money into that. So I, I would definitely recommend it. I mean, it's just, right. if you enjoy bourbon, uh, and then you get you, you're you're their guest, right? So you don't have to drive. You just you just, just hop in and yeah. go. Yeah, um, that, sounds like a a great trip to do. So, um, heck, maybe we you haven't done all of it, so maybe we do some I'm, I'm some in. together. Because I would like to do that. Um, you know, before I die or something. <laughs> it's definitely a bucket list. <laughs> it's a yeah, and I mean just different distilleries mm-hmm. uh are run and operate differently that's why that's why there's so many good bourbons out there right so yeah. and the same can be said for for wineries there's so many yeah. good wines out there that it's uh i mean the hearing the stories of wine and everything else that i mean that's what i like the history i like that i like that in fitting filling a void yes 
Exactly. So, you know, speaking of which, you brought some. I did. You brought some stuff. So some a wine and a bourbon. So please, I'll let you be our guide <laughs> through this. On We're on YouTube. So those of you who like to watch videos and stuff or, or, or listen there, it's on YouTube. So you'll be able to see it there. But um, we're going to talk through this. So we're going to try to describe this over the airwaves for those of you who are listening in the car as you're driving. Um, so Chris, take it away, man. What do we right. have? And be so, our tour guide, bro. All right. I'll be, I'll be the tour guide for these next two items. So great. I'll be your willing victim <laughs> <laughs> on a Wednesday. This on, is awesome. on a Wednesday. On Wednesday. So we'll start, we'll start with the wine. So I brought, brought a wine and I brought a whiskey bourbon. Okay. Uh, so first one that we have, it's AXR uh from napa valley it's a proprietary red uh even though it is 90 percent cab five percent cab franc uh four -huh. percent uh, merlot and one percent petite verdot so you're getting that bordeaux blend right off, i mean right off the nose you're getting mm -hmm. just uh, a little bit of cedar the herbaceous kind of that pepper-esque uh go, i mean going into it i mean it smells great oh my gosh that is full oh man it's like a Can't bouquet, it. man. Oh man, <laughs> it, it's a it's a good afternoon already. Mm -hmm. mm. I mean, up front, very easy drinking. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the color of uh, color of this thing is uh, very very purple, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, jammy, kind of in the middle. Yep, uh, blackberry, blueberry, bosberry, hitting on all cylinders, man. Yep, and then uh, towards the end, you kind of get a little bit of that graphite. Uh, I mean, with the with the wine world, uh, mm -hmm. people are like, you you get graphite, you eat graphite. Uh, <laughs> when we not Heavy on, metals, man. yeah, not on not on purpose, no. but uh, <laughs> it, it kind of has that uh, that that astringent finish, but it's a lengthy finish. This is really good. This is this right now is, uh, I mean, it's one of my favorites. Mm. Uh, but I mean, wine, it just depends on the day. So, so well, how much does this set you back? Uh, so th this will be right around, uh, right around 40 bucks, around 40 uh, bucks, 40 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right and we don't get, uh, we don't get a lot of it. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those that, Hey, it's just a, if you're looking for, looking for maybe a, a Friday night or Thursday, Friday night wine, mm -hmm. uh, to go, to go with it. I mean, th this, I would pair with anything on the grill. Any, yeah, oh yeah, like a steak. Yep. So this will kind Definitely of cut steak. cut the steak. Yep. Uh, being Bordeaux, kind of the Bordeaux varietals. Uh, I mean, steak would be great. Pork chop, uh, something with a like a heavy sauce. Uh huh. Uh, chicken wings. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a steak. Uh, it could just be. Um, well, I mean, fish, but fish is usually you go. Do you go? I, I think this would be a little heavy for a fish. Yeah, it, would, it would be. Uh, okay. unless you're doing. Unless you're doing like a, a spicy fish, uh, okay. So like a blackened, yeah, blackened, blackened would be good with this because okay. it complement. Yeah, but I think uh, just like a sautéed fish or even like fish tacos, I think uh, you wouldn't be a wouldn't be a balance. You, the it overtake it. Do you have one that's off the top of your head that would be good for fish that you like? Maybe. Oof. <laughs> yes. Uh, just throw a name out. Just talk yeah. About it a little uh, bit, maybe? Yeah. I know this is on the fly. So no, we're good. <laughs> I mean, this is what I do. So <laughs> this is what I do. So, so. Um, uh, so uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, okay. There's uh, Duckhorn. Is okay. that that's good with fish? It's kind of you kind of get that lemon, that lime. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a. Uh, uh, I had. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite Sauv Blancs is actually a French Sauv Blanc. Okay. Um, I mean, that, that's, that's pretty tasty. Oh, let's see. Uh, grab that name. Yeah. Right? Grab the name, dude. Grab the name. Yeah. So we can tell everybody. So while you're grabbing that name, Drury. Uh, think Domaine of Rui. Say it again. Domaine Rui. The Pierre's Plots Blanc. Okay. So it's a French. I cannot Sauv say any of that. <laughs> It took it took time for me too. Okay, yeah, the Polish. I, yeah, I got I got to tone it down. That's good. I like that. That okay. So, for those of I don't know, maybe 
my only hope on that one is that YouTube translates already. So maybe they can figure out how to write that, but yeah, no, that I'll sounds send, really I'll good. Send a, I'll send a message. Later, okay. Um, that would be good on that. Uh, but yeah. it's, uh, uh, the label is green and white. Okay. Uh, so it's a uh, domain Marie. Uh, mm -hmm. and it's just, it's a Sauvignon Blanc from, from France that you kind of get the best of both worlds. You get that new world style, but, uh, old world backbone. Okay. I've got to ask you for people listening. I've always wondered, and I, and I, I know a little bit about this, but I want you to educate everybody about how are you supposed to taste test wine? So like you go to a, a you know, a vineyard or something and you're taste testing wine. I, I see like professional people like take a sip, they smell it, they roll it around, they look at the legs. Like, can you, do you, and then they take a sip, they swish it, they spit it out. And then they take a bite of like a cracker or something and try to neutralize the palate. And then they, then they try to take another drink of something else as they're tasting. So, um, I'm not a pro you are. So <laughs> can you tell us like, what, what is the proper process? Because I watched this one show that said these dudes, this guy goes, Hey, and he's a sommelier. He's running a vineyard. He basically says you Americans, you, you just drink the wine, you gulp it. You don't drink it properly. And so I want to hear like, what are we supposed to do? Well, What's I mean, the proper etiquette? The proper etiquette. I mean, I mean, I, I am a big component of uh, putting a straw with this. A uh, straw? Just a straw. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Like in Stra this? Strap a straw. Just to, a straw yeah, 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 just put a straw. And then tape my hand to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like the adult <laughs> juice box type thing. No. I'm um, going to have a little bit more of this. Please. While you're talking because it's and, so delicious. And, I, and I'll circle back on it. Okay. Uh, it's really good. Uh, but like, no, no, so the etiquette. Etiquette. I mean, once it's poured in, I mean, you want to you want to smell it. I mean, sometimes the smell will discourage you. Okay. Uh, you may think it's cork, but that just may be yep. the wine getting it getting in its groove. Does it need to be aerated? Some wines do. Some. Yes. Okay. Uh, but it's just kind of swirl around. Uh, I I smell it, and then I take a little sip to start. Mm -hmm. Let it let it kind of fill your mouth. That's me. Yep. Um, and then, uh, and then, but there's no like time frame, like 30 seconds of swishing. No, I mean, it, it depends on what you're looking for. Okay. I mean, like an old world, if you're going to want something like that, probably swish it a little longer because then it's going to kind of, but it, it's going to be more complex. Uh huh. Uh, if you just take, uh, like some people say, we just take slugs. Right. Um, then, it, then it, then you're not going to get everything that the wine has to offer. Right. Except the alcohol. Yeah. And then that'll numb your palate over yeah. time if you have too much right? too much okay so but there's never too much so well no there's just too little yeah right it's it's so, a finite resource at the moment so this one this That's wine actually is, are up. yeah <laughs> all that and the fires and, uh, yeah that, so and then a couple the years ago and yeah. everything else so i mean there's <laughs> add to more more issues uh, there, i mean some vintages won't even be made in california That's, because because, because of the, fire. of the fires. Mm -hmm. So we're still feeling the inf impact of that and inflation yeah. and stuff of that. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, four gotcha. friends actually started this this winery. Okay. Uh, they were sitting around uh, doing as we are doing now, just sharing conversations, drinking. Right. And they wanted to kind of hold true to Napa Valley and showcase that. So they each had their own dreams and stuff and came together. And I mean, the history uh, representing themselves and. So they came with AXR. Sweet. And I'm sure they were drinking with solo cups. So for <laughs> these are vintage classic red and white solo cups that we're drinking from. So it's just perfect. You can't see the legs, but they are amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wine, is still, wine is still singing. Yeah, definitely. Really, really good. Okay. So thank you for that insight as far as etiquette and things. Cause I've always, always, I feel like, I would like to hear from you on that. And then mm -hmm. other people would appreciate it as well. So, um, you know, so you brought, and it's AXR. AXR. Do you know what it stands for? Does it stand for anything? Do you know? Because I offhand, I don't. I don't offhand, yeah. So let's see what other be our guide here. So we've got this. Yeah. Um, and we're enjoying this. Um, what else did you bring? I mean, I, you brought, I, I bring, I brought gifts it. from afar. Gifts from afar. 
so I mean, as we've mentioned, uh, I brought uh, I brought a whiskey. Yes. So Bardstown, kind of near and dear to uh, to me. Um, where they? Where's Where's Bardstown? Out of Bardstown, Kentucky. Okay. Uh, and they are, I mean, they make quite a few different uh, mash bills. Yep, we're having this neat in the solo cup. In a solo cup, yep. yep. Uh, so, Bardstown, I'll let you show the, oh, no, not, not to go through the table. So, this is their, <laughs> their Fusion. Uh, this is their sixth release of Fusion. Okay. Uh, each one is kind of builds upon it. Uh, Bardstown in itself is, I mean, they do mash, they do mash bills for Jefferson's, for Bell Mead, for High West. So, different things. Um yeah, so they have a Discovery Series, yep. and uh, I'll, I'll show that here in a second. Yeah, but Discovery Series can be a different label, and then they do a collaboration. So they will do out of wine barrels. Uh, they've done with uh, Prisoner uh, Constellation had a oh yeah Prisoner. had a stake uh, yeah. had a stake uh, in this. Okay, um, and they've done collaboration with Founders Beer. Yep, that's out now. Yeah, that uh, just came out. Founders, uh, so nice. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm waiting for that one. Totally. So I'm excited about that. Best of, <laughs> best of everything. So, right. Um, no, but so typically, Bardstown is. I mean, their their bourbon is awesome. Yes. I mean, I can't. It is. I can't say we did. We did a tasting with it, and I shocked uh, shocked the panel uh, just on what was there. Mm -hmm. But uh, so they're, they're in their fusion. It it the name kind of pays homage. So they're actually combining. Different years, different age statements okay. into their bourbon, okay. and the their the younger stuff is all theirs, and then their older stuff they are hand selecting or sourcing, uh, oh. whether it be from MGP or just other things down there. Right. So this is what fifty six percent three year of their juice. Okay, fourteen percent another three year, uh, both corn based uh, and rye. And then the remainder, so you're you're looking at right around thirty percent, is a eleven year sourced. Wow. So in 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 the uh, whiskey bourbon world, uh, even though that there is a an eleven year in it, mm -hmm. they can't put eleven year on the label really? up front. So you have to put the lowest age statement. No kidding. Yep. So if oh, it's wow. a, so when you see like a whatever it may be in C four year. Mm -hmm. That's that's the lowest age statement. Not saying that there isn't six year, eight year, twelve year, even twenty year in it. Sure. Uh, but it also kind of goes into preserve it. And I mean, this. Let's try it. You can't go wrong. Ninety-seven proof, ninety-seven and a half, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mmm. Smell smells good. Yeah, I mean, putting the the alcohol smell kind of let that pass through a nostril mm -hmm. uh but then you kind of get the the toasted the the creme brulee mm. going into it i mean it's just easy vanilla it is wow that's smooth for 97 98 proof that's amazing wow <laughs> i'm enjoying this when you hear that the quiet that's yeah, that's 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 awesome. No, and this is just a uh, one that they've made their they've made their name. Um, I, I really enjoy everything that's come out from them. Mm -hmm. They're, I mean, so they're, like I said, their Discovery series. I mean, this this will be probably right around sixty bucks. I was just going to ask you, what's it going to set you back? So, so 60, sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. So, but I think uh, for the, for the taste and it's everything that you're looking for, right? That I mean, they're different. I mean, different prices of bourbons, just like different prices of wines. Right. I'm not saying one is more better more, or or uh, uh, enjoyable than the other. It's just it's what you're looking for. Exactly. So I mean, what makers will set you back 40, 42, 45, yeah. something like that, yep. and then this, and then what's buff buff trace will set you back. Well, if you can find it, it okay. Because uh, uh, just with the production and um, we get allocation type thing, uh, it's a uh, It'll be right around that uh, twenty six to thirty range. Yeah, twenty six to thirty, uh, and that's just on a on a seven fifty. No, I mean, and once again, a blind taste test. 
this could be, I mean, there, there are places that uh, do very well with this because that's what you're, what they're looking for. Well, I'll tell you what, it, it, it would score high for me. This is excellent. Excellent. Yeah, enjoyable. I mean, I, I get the notes uh, even on the 11 year kind of coming through Yeah, uh, with two, three years. Uh, but I, this'll, this'll, this'll do well. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. This is one of your favorites. Yep. What's another, I mean, you talked about what are some other things that we should know if we are, uh, bourbon drinkers, anything like, I mean, drink, what drink, what you drink, drink, what, drink, drink what okay. you enjoy. Okay. I mean, th there's, I mean, there are so many good bourbons out there. Right. And that's the thing. It's that pretty competitive. It is. And yeah. it's it, uh, originally the, that kind of the small space, Yeah. but you're seeing, you're seeing just the magnitude of good bourbons out there being produced. Right. And, and I mean, price is, is going to be based on production, mm -hmm. but there's, there's things, I mean, Woodford is good. Yeah, Woodford's uh, excellent. Uh, Wild Turkey. Wild Four Turkey, Roses. Four Roses. I mean, yeah. you're, you're talking about some some iconics there. Yeah. Uh, Jim Beam. I mean, that's kind of where I cut my teeth on as yeah. far as uh, – We haven't it, mentioned Jack. I mean, Jack's kind of uh, – like, what, what's, what's going on with Jack Daniels? Man? I mean, Jack Daniels, is it's huge. It's, it is huge. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a little different. Okay. Uh, so you're going to get that uh, charcoal filtration. Mm -hmm. So di different nose, more, more kind of the – the dragon and the fire compared to just mm. the the smoke gotcha. type thing. So yeah. okay, gotcha. No, I'm not talking about Taylor and Alex. Right. Dragon and the fire. There. So. <laughs> Taylor, that's awesome. It, those that for those that don't know, that's his two girls. They're awesome. Um, and uh, let's see, what else should we know if we're like wine drinkers? So it's same concept: drink what you're enjoying. Kind of like there's. Um, I was thinking about this, like there's table wines, $10 wines, right? Is yeah. that, is that kind of the rule? Yeah. 10 bucks and then 20 bucks. I don't know personally, nor and I feel like we try to find wines that are 20 bucks or less, oh, and, and, you know, and if we can, you know, just because we enjoy it, we want to drink it. It's not like we're, we've got a cellar to keep it in. I don't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> He's got, yeah, it's all, it's all good. It's all, it's amazing. It is amazing. The best, I, I wish I could post a picture of it, but I won't. Um, uh, no, I, yeah. I would say once again, drink what, drink what you enjoy drinking, but also uh, understand that there are, I mean, if you're paying 12, 15 bucks, I mean, stay, stay in that price you're comfortable with. Right. Um, but if you want to splurge, maybe go up to that 20, $25, uh, the, the quality may be, the the biggest thing that you yeah notice. that you notice uh, taste profile I mean like the like we said this is a forty dollar bottle uh and may not be for everyone someone that wants just kind of a smoother everyday wine mm -hmm. maybe a cab uh, at that twenty dollar ring yeah I mean they're out there they're yeah. out there and they're popular is there is there one that you like the cab uh, just a straight cab just a straight cab yeah uh, let's see. Liberty School okay. is uh, is is one that comes to comes to mind. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, I mean, it, don't go off my profile right. Because go off I, of yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go off of what what, what you what, what, what I'm asking likes. because yeah. you you've tried way more than I ever have dreamed. So I I have uh, not uh, not saying that that's uh, good, bad, and different. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also just I mean, there's it's what you're what you're looking for. I mean, we uh, we like to we like to cook at home, so mm -hmm. uh, pairing it with uh, that and just also what's out there. Yeah. So like um, some people, you know, I see these subscriptions on like wine subscriptions where you can pay every month and they send you stuff. Mm -hmm. or th do you think those are good? I do because it, it's gonna uh, best of both worlds. You're getting kind of you're putting your background what you like as far as taste profile, mm -hmm. but you're also getting out of your element because you can try different things. They're going to send you stuff that, hey, if you like this, try this. Okay. Uh, it could be a step up. Yep. It could be another varietal uh, in its own. Right. It could be a Malbec. It could be a um, kind of a Bordeaux blend. It could be a Merlot. Right. And in offhand, you probably, I don't want to drink a Merlot. Right. Uh, and then we'll quote, quote sideways later, but uh, <laughs> no, it's yeah. just, it's just, uh, I think those are, those are, those are good, but it also, 
see like what you're getting into right uh, throughout the year. Do you think those are better than like going to the grocery store and just when you need it and that type of thing? Um, I mean, I'm just one- I guess consumer behavior, shopping behavior. Uh, there's like total wine here in town. Mm-hmm. They have a huge selection of all kinds of stuff. There's maybe what, I don't know. There's just places around, I, I probably throughout the country. I don't know, um, that have more of a selection that may not be on like a subscription basis. Yeah. So with a, uh, with a subscription basis, you're kind of getting the best that that winery has to offer. Right. Uh, okay. things that you may not see in your grocery store. Um, Okay. So, so that's kind of the. I've the, never signed up for one. That's why I'm asking. Is that, and, uh, and it's, it's just a curious I, I question. Have, I haven't either. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that that may be a little well, overkill. Well, yeah. I think for you, yeah, probably. <laughs> not. But uh, that for Chris, Chris has access to all kinds of stuff. So that normal consumers don't. So fair question. Fair, you wouldn't yeah. want to add. But uh, also, but, I, I think with those, um, if you're out, whether whether out in Napa Valley or whatnot, and yeah. uh, you want to bring that bring that back, mm-hmm. th- I mean that's that's a great thing if you enjoy it, right? Um, and it, I'm not going to discourage like the grocery stores or anything with that because they they have built their selection, mm-hmm. um, and even liquor stores. I mean, th- there's uh, I mean a lot of good places that you can get good wine uh whether it be i mean ranging from whatever eight to 80 what, yeah. and, and i mean if that's what you're looking for that 80 dollar bottle i mean you're going to drink what you enjoy right exactly and, um and it's one of those that i would say it, it with the subscription is great to see to see what you don't get to see every day right and uh, got it and, and then Sounds the grocery good. stores hey, if, if Hey, tonight I'm making ravioli. Oh, what should we have? Oh, okay. You know what? Right. Yeah. Here we go. Exactly. Uh, type thing. But it, it's uh, um, it's just one of those that keep drink what you drink and drink what you enjoy. Yeah. So we're going to transition a little bit to um, so tequila and vodka. What are We talked a little bit about Russian vodka, but that was addressing a specific question. So what are what are some of the best vodkas that you've come across? I know that there's one Svedka that what blue raspberry that we have quite a bit. Do we have quite a bit? Yeah, that uh, one's a good mixer with a lot of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Can, do you can you comment on vodka stuff? I mean vodka. Uh, I mean, vodka. Vodka. <laughs> vodka. Vodka. Uh, no, I uh, so I, no longer in the kind of the yeah wine or the spirits world as far as that goes, but. Um, I mean, vodkas have, there are a lot of good vodkas out there. Okay. Um, I, uh, I will sip vodka by, uh, by the pool, mm-hmm. uh, for electric, uh, electric lemonades, right. uh, things like that. Yep. Um, it's not my go-to, but, uh, I mean, it's refreshing. It's refreshing. And, yeah. And it'll help me swim some laps. <laughs> no, what, but, uh, I think, I think, what's, I think, your, what's your, go to on that on vodka yeah is it whatever's downstairs oh whatever's down there well you got to help me out a little bit (laughs) what else is down there svedka whatever i mean i have svedka yeah uh christy drinks tito's tito's yeah nora does too and so just it's the big name um goose i used to drink goose goose, goose, goose. yeah okay uh i mean Uh, polish polish potato vodka okay wrong yeah i can't go wrong there of course, the Polish guy would say that. That's right. Yeah, okay. So tequila. Tequila. Oh. Yeah. So tequila. What's what's a good tequila and to you? I to me. What do you what do you think? What do uh, consumers like? Because you, you also see that end of it. You, or in the you're past. Right. And so uh, I think tequila's taken Is it Cuervo? I mean, Cuervo is kind of it's, it's a staple. Of, People know it. So it's like Jack. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I mean Tequila world has definitely yeah. expanded. Patron, I mean, Patron is still there. Okay, uh, I I think the the price of Patron, um, I mean, I I just typically when I drink tequila, it's in margaritas. Right. I'm yeah. Not, it's uh, I'm not a bunch of sugar back. water. Yeah, I'm not yeah. putting back uh, shots. Uh, no. No, no, thank you. <laughs> I try not to. I, I, love I try that. not to. I think we've all learned the lesson of that. Yeah. I think we all have. 
even people listening and watching, they yeah, I'm sure they're like, yeah. But tequila, uh, te- tequila I mean, is shooters. Oh, <laughs> uh, has definitely yeah. evolved. I mean, we're uh-huh. starting to see more and more uh, kind of that agave, 100% agave, smooth okay. and, and yeah, and what and. I agree with that statement for sure. I, I wish I could speak to it more. Uh, I'm not the what about uh, like big in, tequila fan. Yeah, yeah, tequila and margaritas. That's usually what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Lately, it's been a kick of make a typical margarita, infuse it with some jalapeno and some um, cayenne pepper to make a spicy marg. That's been like the go-to on the rocks with salt rim. Okay, you know that that one lately has been really good. Ooh. it's yeah nor and i have liked that one um i i don't know condados tacos has that too so <laughs> maybe that's where yeah tacos. yeah um there's I, I have um my dad's got a client uh who has uh vodka though i'm gonna switch from tequila back to vodka but it's like blueberry infused mm-hmm. like all organic 100 percent, you know organic infused vodkas and stuff it seems like those seem to be popular liquor stores like the infused stuff and yeah so i mean any well, comments i mean infused stuff is, is definitely gaining popularity i mean uh yeah. like let's just say five to seven years ago uh-huh. the flavored vodkas yeah i mean you could see that right you could see seven, the trend seven to fifteen different uh different styles or or different flavors yeah peach uh, you know, I mean everything. It just peach, seems, mango, oh. cinnamon. I mean, you, you look at everything across vanilla. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that some of those have their own marks. Yep. Uh, and others do well in pockets, but I think people. I mean, once again, people are going to drink. If you drink a peach vodka, right, you're going to continue to drink a peach vodka. Sure. You're, you're not going to jump over to a blueberry habanero no but that sounds good it does it does <laughs> <laughs> actually that sounds really good well, yeah that's a... um so i would yeah. i'd be the inquiring mind that would want to know what does that taste like and, and i agree but i think each one's very different <laughs> i mean at, at one point there was a there was a mimosa vodka and, and uh what yeah wow so it's just the kind of the dip the the different taste profiles i mean i can't yeah. really speak to it so the, the producers of these are all trying to find the right palettes and trying to see what they're just kind of testing it on everybody yeah. to see what takes off. Yeah. I mean, and you look at kind of the standards uh, in the vodka world. I mean, there, there, are, there are names, there are brands that only have straight vodka. Right. That they just make vodka. Right. I mean, Wheatley out of Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Just vodka. Yeah. Uh, Tito's just, I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of what, they're known for so and i think that's kind of heightened the heightened the bar scene to where you're not hey i'm gonna have a a vodka tonic right you do it now you're associating a name so i'll have a tito's tonic and everything else so uh so it's like a branding opportunity branding for all of wheatley yeah um i mean the importance of that is really it is important to have the the branding behind it yeah. so they're all focused on that what do you think about so all uh i do before i move on i don't want to forget to do this but there is a uh in my hometown there's del rio vineyards i say hometown because it's where i was born and raised um medford central point gold hill oregon but there's Del Rio vineyards out there so you're talking about a nice little uh, triangle. Right yeah, there. exactly. So I would just a shout out to them. They do a great job uh, with their cabs and Pinots, mainly Pinots to me. That's my favorite, but um, I'm going to do a quick shout out to them um, so that people can go look them up and order their wine. They do a fantastic job, but they're uh, they're like local to Southern Oregon, which has some of the highest ratings of, Pinot Noir grapes. Absolutely. Great. And a a lot of Napa Valley type of vineyards are moving up into Southern Oregon region um, because of the the climate Mm -hmm. and uh, and the variances in that climate. It's less humid than uh, the Willamette Valley up in uh, in Oregon between the Cascades and the Coastal Mountain Range. Willamette. The Willamette Valley and all the way up into Southern Washington, Walla Walla, Walla Walla region. And all of that, um, yeah, that 
that Pacific Northwest bread basket is just amazing for the growing uh, season for grapes and stuff. But Southern Oregon has got a lot of uh, uh, national acclaim and even global acclaim on the ratings of the grapes. So it's pretty, pretty awesome to see the region I came from uh, having that type of uh, status uh, recognition. So, uh, but Del Rio, just want to point them out. Great job. Keep it up guys. Um, let's see. Uh, let the, well, there's so much to talk about with wine and spirits and tequila, obviously spirits includes tequila and vodka, mm -hmm. but, uh, anything else that we should know as, uh, novice consumers of, of wine and or spirits, anything that you can think of that, uh, we need to be, uh, thinking about, uh, the trends. Um, I'm throwing a bunch of stuff out there because yeah. we're kind of heading into wrapping up time. Yeah, no, and I'll say one thing with the trend. Uh, some of the wineries will not be making a 2020 vintage um, because of the fires. Be not because of COVID, but because of the fires. Correct. Because okay. of they don't want to put their name on the label and someone try try that that, that has, has been a component of their wines right and have leave a bad taste in their mouth literally so, literally yeah uh now some wines will be affected with smoke taint um mm -hmm. and they they have different uh different things in order to kind of establish that and see that will it make a difference mm -hmm. and depends on depends on the percentage do you suppose that, um, and this is something I don't expect you to be able to answer, but because of the fires, will that change the uh, alkalinity of the soil that the grapes are growing in, in that region? I mean, it will. It probably will. It probably and will. it might affect the the taste of the grapes. Yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and the, the, the overall yeah. sugars and stuff, yep. maybe. But it also, I mean, are those... Maybe it'll enhance it. Maybe it could. Yeah. But, I mean, are those uh, areas... If the vines aren't burnt down, mm -hmm. can they grow vines there in the future? Absolutely. I mean, oh, for sure. I mean, you, yeah. you think of like volcanic soils. Oh, yeah. Like that. so, yeah. Uh, That's no question. But it yeah. could be it, it could may... be a process. Now you have to grow the vines, then get fruit back on. Right. So, Was that a seven-year process or something yeah. like that? I mean, yeah, it takes time. They usually say, uh, usually say about six, seven years, uh -huh. um, give or take, depending on where you're at. Yeah. So That's I'd interesting. Say, like, where do I wonder where they get their grapes in from regions that didn't have a fire? So they're going to have to figure out a solution to that, like importing grapes. Either into importing their, grapes or just at that point, maybe, hey, we're going to hold off on, on vintage. On like yeah, okay. we're, we're going to scrap this whole vintage. Yeah. That is such an interesting. So load up on the 2019s and then be ready for the 2021s to come out a couple of years from now. That potentially. or potentially, or you'll see. Uh, 2021 be released, mm -hmm. uh, but it may be in a lower capacity. Gotcha. Okay. So you might have to pay a little more for it Yep. as a result. Yep. And I think that goes back kind of inflation, everything else, uh, just kind of uh, driving the price and consumer demand. Excellent. Yeah, true. So true. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to trying more of this wine and this bourbon Bardstown and then AXR from Napa Valley, of course. I love West Coast wines; um, they're amazing. I'm from the region, so I'm a little biased. Um, sorry, East Coast and Midwest. Um, it's just I'm biased there. Anything Midwest or East Coast that you're like, yeah, this is a go-to. Anything that comes to mind before uh, we wrap up? I mean, typically, not not that I not that I can say. Okay, I mean, more more gotcha. Italian and yeah, Italian like and like. Like offshore, French offshore, yeah, onshore, yeah. offshore. Okay. Got it. So yeah, I'm going to have you back. Definitely. Chris, I'm going to have you back. We're going to talk more about this as an update and, uh, uh, we'll learn more about what, uh, wines are evolving. Uh, maybe once we get past the 2020 vintage, get into the next years and the next seasons. And then, um, I just want to thank you for coming on the foster and friends show. I do. Uh, I, I didn't actually have anything for Chris today as a gift, but uh, I already have something in mind, but it's going to take a little bit time. I'm going to blame it on supply chain bottlenecks, um, but it'll arrive at his house. But I'm definitely going to share with everybody what that is 
uh, online and in uh, in the description of of what I've what we put out there on Apple and Spotify and every, every other place uh, where you listen to podcasts. So, um, but yeah, thank you for coming on the Foster and Friends Show and sharing wine and bourbon with us and your experience and your knowledge and your wisdom. This has been a great conversation. So um, definitely would love to have you back, man. Absolutely. And thanks for having me and uh, let me uh, share kind of my, uh, my passion on, uh, on different things. And yeah, we're just scratching the surface. Awesome, dude. Well, thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. Thanks. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Fostering Friends. If you've enjoyed listening to our conversations here today, be sure to subscribe to Foster and Friends wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find full video recordings on our Foster and Friends YouTube channel on Instagram at Foster and Friends Podcast. Again, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. This is Brent Foster signing off.